Thank you so much for tuning in to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. As always, I am Francis Hueso, the host of the podcast. We started the year with a new series entitled Emotional Detox. I hope the series is blessing you. Today we will talk about toxic relationships. As you know, the word toxic means poison. Therefore, toxic relationships are those that poison or try to destroy our lives. Some toxic people do their best to destroy us on purpose, but most toxic people simply make the life of others miserable because they are miserable. Broken people break people. In life, we will all experience several toxic relationships. Even in the most stable families, broken people always tend to hurt others. In the case of toxic families or family members, we don't get to choose them. We are born into our families. But if we are honest, we must admit that some people attract more toxic people than others. In other words, some of us inherit toxic family members, but a significant number of us choose to have relationships that are toxic. Codependent people or people who get their value from others needing them are easy prey for toxic people. Some survivors of abuse due to their brokenness learn only to feel loved by people who abuse them. If you ever wonder why you always attract broken people, chances are that there are areas in your life that are in ruins. The saying that opposites attract is not always true. The Bible tells us that wisdom repels foolishness. Honesty runs away from lies. And the last thing a hardworking person wants and needs close to him is a lazy one. I think that in life, you attract what you respect. If you respect children, children run to you. If you respect money, money comes to you. Because we respect what we consider valuable. We treat whatever is valuable to us with great care and concern. Since we consider ourselves valuable, at least I hope so, we will probably respect or like people like us. In other words, we attract what or who we are. So the first step to eliminate toxic relationships is to examine ourselves and see what in us attracts some of those toxic people to us. But before we go too deep into the subject, let me retract a little. GodQuestions.org defines toxic relationships as those poisoning our peace and our ability to enjoy other people. If you have a toxic person in your life, interactions with that person leave you exhausted, frustrated, angry, depressed, and in some cases, emotionally or financially broken or drained. Toxic people are emotionally unstable. One day they can be happy and the other day can be angry to the point of aggression. They are manipulative and narcissistic. They take advantage of whoever they can. Because of their narcissistic tendencies, they are always the center of the universe and demand our attention, time, resources, and loyalty. Toxic relationships are always one-sided relationships. Toxic people are all about drama. Don't get me wrong, they do not consider themselves dramatic people, but instigate drama wherever they go. 
The Bible tells us in Proverbs 5 that God detests a person who sows discord in a community. Do you know someone who causes trouble wherever they go? I know someone who goes away from every family event mad at the world, telling everyone she is a victim of problematic people. Yet, people are at peace before she gets to places, and peace returns to that place after she leaves. Another characteristic of toxic people is that they are always right. Now, I am not saying that wise or intelligent people who are good sources of knowledge are toxic. I am talking about people who, even with no clue of what they're talking about, don't concede that they are wrong and are willing to fight and argue with others over a minor issue or topic to prove their point. Do you know anyone like this? A toxic person doesn't fight honorably. Toxic people aim to always hit under the belt of the people they are confronting. They are hurtful and have very sharp tongues. Therefore, most people choose to always agree with a toxic person rather than face the sharpness of their tongues. If you are afraid or become anxious about interacting with someone, you may be in a toxic relationship. With this, I am not saying that every person who intimidates us is toxic. I'm talking about people who intentionally fight dirty when confronted by others. Something that seems funny to me, even though in reality it is not, is that toxic people consider themselves victims. Everything happens to them and nothing is ever their fault. If you are in a relationship with a toxic person, you are always at fault. You are a terrible person. Some time ago, as a favor to one of my church members, I officiated a funeral for someone who was not part of my congregation. I did not know this person well, but I had given him and his wife some counseling sessions again as a favor to my church member. Through those sessions, I realized that even though the wife was always accusing the husband of emotional abuse, she was the abuser. And when I confronted her with this fact, She left my office and never came back for counseling. A few years later, the husband died, and during the funeral, I witnessed how most of her friends were happy for her, for now, finally, she was going to be free from abuse. The wife, on the other hand, was a mess, crying over the casket, screaming at God, asking him why he took her husband away from her. People of God, Toxic people are always about drama, and they are always the victims. One of the more toxic relationships we see in the Bible is between King Saul and David. If you go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 19, verses 8 through 10, we will read, War broke out again, and David led his troops against the Philistines. He attacked them with such fury that they all ran away. But one day, when Saul was sitting at home with a spear in his hand, the tormenting spirit from the Lord suddenly came upon him again. As David played his harp, Saul hurled his spear at David. But David dodged out of the way, and leaving the spear stuck in the wall, he fled and escaped into the night. As I'm sure you know the story, Saul, for a season, was tormented by a spirit that the Bible describes as a tormenting spirit from the Lord, that will make Saul go nuts. Here I need to clarify that no tormenting spirit comes from God. What God did in this case was allow a demon to come and torment Saul. 
He did not do it because God was mad at Saul. He did it because Saul's pride was such that he had forgotten to depend on God. Remember, my friends, that Israel asked for a king. It was not God's intention for his people to have a king. But since they asked for one, God allowed them to have one and to choose their own king. Saul was not God's choice. Once Saul got to the throne, the throne became his God, and Jehovah, the God of Israel, was trying to bring Saul back to him, allowing a spirit to torment him. As we know, Saul never cried out to God to remove such spirit. Instead, his servants asked David to come to play the harp for Saul. While David was serving God's people, King Saul, the king who was toxic, tried to kill David not once, but many times. As you know, David got the chance to kill Saul not once, but twice, but he never did. David did not want to harm whom he called God's anointed. Saul's and David's relationship was toxic. David respected the king. He saw him as God's leader for his people. He wanted to honor his position and title. But at the same time, David had seen him acting like a madman. David wanted to serve God and his people, but to be at the palace meant to risk his life. That, my friends, is a toxic relationship. David did what we have to do sometimes, which is to leave the toxic person behind. But before we get to that point, and because some of you might be in relationships that you cannot leave behind, I want to give you a few suggestions about how to deal with toxic relationships in your life. First, as difficult as it may be, you need to talk to the person about their behavior towards you. Choose a private place where you guys can talk and explain to that person how his or her behavior makes you feel. Please use I feel to express yourself to ensure the person understands that you are not attacking them. Please remember that most toxic people do not consider themselves toxic and that most of them are never confronted regarding their behavior. Also remember that most toxic people do not see the need to change. Their toxicity grants them what they want. Therefore, this conversation is primarily a way to seek peace, which is biblical. Colossians 3.15 tells us, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. As members of one body, you are called to live in peace. Whether the toxic person in your life understands or not how poisonous they are to you, it is always good to try to communicate how people make us feel. It will bring peace to you later, knowing that you did your best to act godly towards that person. Please remember that the fact that we are Christ followers does not mean we should allow people to walk all over us all the time. We can love everybody, but still establish boundaries for toxic people, which is the second goal of our conversations with them. We first must tell them how they make us feel and explain what behaviors are okay and what behaviors are not. I must tell you that you have to set clear and unmovable boundaries with toxic people because they are experts at manipulation. If you, for example, tell someone you will no longer loan them money, give them rights, endure their meltdowns, or whatever it is that is crossing your limits, you better mean it. 
If not, the first time you cross those boundaries, you will be giving that person carte blanche to keep on taking advantage of you. One of my family members tended to call my parents and intentionally bringing division between them every time they talked to her. My parents were tired of dealing with this person, but did not want to confront the person. This relative was very lonely, and my parents felt obligated to put up with her banter. When they finally sought my help, I politely asked the person to stop doing what she was doing and told her that if her conduct continued, we will block her number. She laughed at me. No one in the family had ever confronted her, and because I was very respectful, she thought I was joking. Well, I blocked her number the next time she called and tried her shenanigans with my parents. She cried, screamed, and complained about it with other members of the family. Still, since I had established a boundary with my warning and had been very respectful while doing it, my other relatives understood the situation and congratulated me for not backing down. If my parents now want to talk to her, they call her and she no longer brings drama between them. I know that some of you might not be in a situation where setting boundaries is as simple as blocking someone's phone number, but there are always ways to put distance between you and toxic people if they don't want to respect our boundaries. Something very important when we are setting boundaries with toxic relationships is that even if it is not easy, you must keep calm every time you interact with toxic people. If you are not emotionally prepared to deal with toxic people, it is better not to do it. Stressed or angry people can never resolve a problem. Do not let your emotions get out of control in front of toxic people because they will use them against you. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. If toxic people do not get a reaction out of you, eventually they get bored or give up and they leave you alone. One of my former pastors used to say that when we deal with the devil, we must first starve him. In other words, do not play his game. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to keep your heart at peace and do not give the devil the satisfaction of seeing you lose control of your emotions. Once you have established boundaries, keep them. And if the toxic person becomes angry, cries, screams, or gives you the silent treatment, do not react to any of that. Remember that no one can argue alone. To fight or argue, there needs to be two people in that argument. We pray that this episode has blessed you. Please do not miss the continuation of Toxic Relationships next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information about our ministry, please go to globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.